Okay, today's daf is Shabbos, daf Lamed Aleph. We are on Lamed Amr Bey's, the bottom line. Tanur So we have a lot, a lot more agadata going on. Tanur Rabbanon. A person should be patient, have savlanus like Hillel. Va'al yehei kaptana, don't be so stiff, so strict, kishamai. And the Gemara proceeds with a famous story. Maiseh, b'shnei b'nei adam, with two people. Shehimru zeh they made a bet, they made a wager with each other. Amru, one person said to his friend, Komi sheyelech v'yaknet as Hillel, whoever goes and harasses Hillel, gets on his nerves and gets him upset, yitol abba me'azuz. So this is like your Purim spiel, here's the, uh, Here's the wager. If you get Hillel upset, you win 400 zuz. Now, 400 zuz is a significant amount of money. That's double iksuba. So that's a lot of money. So you told Abraham Yezus, I'll do it. I, I will be successful. So it was a Friday. Of course, all good things happen on Erev Shabbos, Erev Yantif. The Hillel is combing his hair. He's washing his hair. He's in the shower. He goes, he knocks on his door. Amar, he says, Mikan Hillel, is Hillel here? Mikan Hillel, does, does Hillel live here? So in this Atif, he wraps himself in his towel. The Yatza he goes out. Amar Lai Bini, he says, my son, what can I do for you? What, what would you like? So Amar Lai, Sha'ilayishli Dishal, I have a question. Amar Lai, Sha'al Bini, Sha'al. Please ask. So, what's his question? Why are the heads of the uh, the people that live in Bavel, the Babylonians, they're sagalgalais? It's they're very wide. It's not a perfect round shaped head. So why why is that? So that that's his question. He's bothering Hillel Arab Shabbos. So Amr Eloi Bini. Oh, what an awesome question! What's the pshat? They don't have good midwives. They don't have good labor and delivery nurses. They don't know what they're doing. And therefore, their, uh, their heads come out in a funny way. Okay? So this person waited a bit, an hour, a while. Chazar, he comes back. It seems like Hillel was still washing his hair. So probably it doesn't mean an hour. Sha'achas can mean a moment in time. This is actually one of the shittas in the Rishonim. We discussed way back. The Hasidim HaRishonim HaYishoyin Sha'achas. Some Rishonim say it means a moment. Spend a moment before you daven. You don't have to spend an hour. But this would fit over here. Himtin Sha'achas, he waited a, a small amount of time. He comes back. So Hillel once again puts on his robe. He goes out. What would you like? Go away. Ask away. So what's his? Shiley says, Why do the Afrikim have wide feet? Okay, so what an awesome question. They live in these swamps, and it doesn't explain the reason, but either it means that they don't wear shoes, and somehow the shoes keep our feet thin. If we wouldn't wear shoes, the feet would be able to expand. That's the that's Hillel's path, or they needed it to keep their balance in swampy... I'm sorry, what? Oh. Yes, yes, I did. Thank you. Thanks for paying attention. Okay, let's go back. Okay, so we, there's three questions here. So we'll get back to the third question in a moment. So the second question, going back a few lines up. The eyes of the people of Tarmoidia, which is near Syria, Terudois. Why are they 
uh, soft or round. They have big eye sockets. They live in in the in the desert, and a lot of sand is being blown around in the air, and the their uh, anatomy of their eyes of their eye socket keeps out the sand. So that's why Kavish Baruch created them like that. Fine. So I'm like Fine. Next thing. I'm out. He waits another uh, another hour. Chazar comes back. Once again, Hillel goes out. Why the Afrikim have white feet? Live in these swamplands. Either they 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 didn't wear shoes and their feet were able to grow wide, or it was there for balance. In the swampy lands, whatever it was, that's the reason why the Afrikim have wide feet. So he sits down with Hillel and he says, I have a lot of shyness to ask you. And I'm 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 worried that you're gonna you're going to get upset. So of Hillel once again sits down in front of him. Ask away, my son, whatever you want to ask, no problem. So Amalai, so this person already got you know, got upset. He said, Atahu Hillel, you're the person Hillel, Shakari Nesha Nasi Yisrael, they call you the Nasi of Klai Yisrael. Amalai, Hillel says, yeah, Hain, that's who I am. Amalai, Bini, Mibnei Ma, So, what's the problem? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm skipping. Amalai, Hain, so Amalai, Im Atahu, if you are Hillel, Lo Yirbu Kemoyischa B'Yisrael, there should not be people like you in Klai Yisrael. Wow, what a curse. So I'm like, Benim, Ma, what's the problem? Did I, did I say something wrong? Why should there not be more people like me? So I'm like, because I lost from you, I lost 400 Zuz. I would have gotten 400 Zuz if I would have gotten you upset because you're such a, uh, you're, you have so much patience. You have Savlanus. So I lost my wager. So I'm not so happy with you. So Amalai, so Hillel said, "Heavy zahir baruchacha." You should be careful with your words. That you're saying that I made you lose four hundred zuz. It's not true. I I gave you a gift. Kedai hu Hillel, that what Hillel did with his anivas sheta abed ayade abramezuz vaabramezuz. You really lost four hundred zuz. It seems like he would have gotten. Meaning he has to go now pay his friend four hundred. So net total, he's he's out eight hundred, right? He would have either gained four hundred or lose four hundred. So he's he's out eight hundred zuz. Vehilalayakbid. It's the the lesson that I taught you to not get nervous with people, to not be upset at people. That's worth the eight hundred zuz that you're out, and I, I didn't make you lose money. I gave you a gift. Okay, tonarabanan. So now that we mentioned the the patience of Hillel, we're going to see the other side of the coin, the other Mahalach in life. This is the Mahalach of Shammai. Very tough. Shammai is Midas Hadin. So let's see. A, uh, a non-Jew came in front of Shammai. He said, How many Torahs do you have? He said, We have two. I believe you regarding the written law. The Bible, the Shabbat, Talmud, any Mamincha. I don't believe in that. I only believe in Torah Shabbat. So he says, Make me a ger, convert me, on condition that I will only uh, believe um, that I'm only going to learn Torah Shabbat. I'm not going to be involved in Torah Shabbat. Okay? So, Gar, boy. So Shammai got upset at him. 
And he threw him out with anger. Get out of here. Now, this is brought down the halacha. If a person says, the Zagmar in Christos, that I will become a ger in order, and I'll only accept some of the mitzvahs, I don't accept everything. Halacha is, ain't a ger. Kabbalah mitzvahs means you have to accept 613 mitzvahs. There's actually a Shiloh today in the discussion in the Paiskim that do, that do a gerus. Let's say a person wants to be Megayer, but they say, I'm not going to keep, uh, I won't eat meat. I'm a vegan. So, okay, you're allowed to be a vegan. So there's a Shiloh regarding Yontif. Halacha Lamaisa, we paskin, you do not need to eat meat on Yontif. That's how we paskin. However, there's one time a year you definitely have to eat meat. That would be Wednesday night. This year, which would be carbon Pesach, we do not have the ability to bring the carbon Pesach right now, but there's a chiv daraisa of eating meat. So if a person says, I'm not going to eat the carbon Pesach, I'm a vegan. I will not eat the carbon Pesach. Halacha is, you cannot be Megayah then. So it seems like Shammai was fitting that he said, wait, you don't believe in Torah Shabbat Peh? Forget it. I cannot be Megayah. That's not called Kabbalah HaMitzvah. So that's the first part of the story. Now this same person persevered, and this is what happens in Gerus today. If one bezin doesn't, is not Megayah, you find someone else. So Balaf and Hillel, he comes to Hillel and, and Gaire. And Hillel was Megayer him. What's going on? And so Rashi explains that, that uh, Hillel was Samach Achachmasai. Hillel knew that, don't worry, I'll convince him that he'll keep the uh, Torah Shabbat Peh as well. And that's brought down the halacha. The many of the tshuvas that discuss Gerus talk about where Ramosha Feinstein has a few cases. One, some are in print, some are about Peh. He has at least two famous discussions. One of them was, was a person who was becoming a Ger, and they told him they're going to have to work on Cholamoid. So that is te- technically an Isser, right? Working on Cholamoid. Misaktos Moed Katan. There are many Heterim, Bumakim Hefzid, right? Davara Aved, different Heterim. But she said, I, I have to work on Cholamoid, independent if it's Mutter Aser. That's one discussion he has. Another one was that a woman said, I'm not going to cover my hair. It's not happening. So in both those ca- cases, Ramosha was Mako. So covering one's hair, since there are, uh, Ruben Feinstein, we spoke, we spoke with him about this when we were learning Geras in, uh, in Yeshiva, in Carlo. So covering hair said it depends which community. If they grew up in Meisharim or they live in Meisharim and they say, I want to be, uh, you know, I want to be a, uh, a Jew, like those Jews, but I'm not going to cover my hair. So then, hey, that's your exposure to Yiddishkeit, but you don't accept that, so you're not accepting this community standard. However, let's say a person, a, a non-Jew, was only exposed to a certain walk of Yiddishkeit where they rely on perhaps some opinions that hold you don't have to cover your hair. So then, when they say, I want to be a Jew, I want to be Megayer, but I'm not going to, the woman's not going to cover her hair. They're saying, I want to be like those type of Jews, which is fine. That's fine. So they're not doing it like haches. I don't want, I want, I don't want to accept halacha. They want to say, I want to be like those type of Orthodox Jews. So the Paiskim, again, our Mako, I once gave a share on this. This is the archives of a, a Shavuos night share a couple of years ago after uh, Trump became president. I gave a share called Hilchas Geirus. This wasn't in uh, Minneapolis, New York, New York, uh, New York share. Hilchas Geirus from Rus to Ivanka. So I went through all the, all the shitas in the Paiskim because many, many were, were being a falpel. What do you mean? How could Ivanka be a, you know, a good Geirus, right? So we discussed why, in fact, that is not a problem based on this sugya. Hillel, Shammai, as long as a person is sincere, that they, they want, they'll grow. One day they'll, they'll get there, but they're not saying, I'm never, ever, ever going to keep all the halachas. So then we say that is a good Kabbalah Semitzvah. So either way, Shammai kicked him out. Hillel, Gairei uh, was Megairehim. So Yoy Makama, the first day, so look, look what Hillel did. Amalei, Hillel teaches him Aleph Beis, Gimel Dalad. He teaches him Aleph Beis, Gimel Dalad. Lamacha, the next day, Apechle, he changes the order of the, of, the, of the letters. 
So Amalei, so then the Gar said back to him, Yesterday you didn't tell me this. Yesterday you told me it was Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalai. Now you're telling me that Aleph is really a tough and Beis is a Shin. What, what are you doing? So Amalei, Lava, Laididi, Kasamacht. Wait, you relied on me yesterday. You believed what I said. So you should also believe me when I tell you there's a Torah Shabbat Peh. And this, this enough was convincing to the Gar and he believed that Taka was Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat Peh. So as Rashi explains, Hillel knew, he was confident that if he spent the, the time and he was able to speak with the person, he would convince him of Torah Shabbat Peh. And that's why he was able to Megayar him, even though at that point he was saying, I only want to keep Torah Shabbat I don't uh, believe in Torah Shabbat as long as the Bezdin is confident that they'll be able to, to persuade the person to uh, keep the, all the halachas, all the mitzvahs, so that is not a problem and what could be Megayar. Okay, next story. Shuv ma'isa b'nachri yachat shabalaf neshamai. Another nachri comes in front of shamai. Amalai geirani amanash tzlam deni kol atarakula kishani oymid al regal achas. Be megayimi and teach me kol atarakula while I'm standing on one foot. So of course shamai techafai pushed him out of here. But amas habinian there was a measuring stick shabayadai some type of measuring uh, which is the size of an ama. He hit him. Get out of here. Balaf nehilal he comes in front of hilal gaire and hilal was was megayir him. So what did he tell him? Which mitzvah was he? Did he tell him that would be a kabbalas hamitzvah while standing on one foot? He said the alach sini, what you don't like, what you hate, lechavroch loisavid. Don't do to your friend. And that's it. Zuhi kolatarakula. That's really the essence of kolatarakula. All the mafarshim discuss. What does it mean? This is the essence of Tyra. but that's what Hillel told him. The idach, the rest of Tyra. Perusha, it's just a parish. It's just a way to, to get to this ultimate level of a person. Perushahu, Zilgamar, go learn. You'll learn everything else. But once you accept the Allah Sini, Savid, that's enough for Hillel to be Makabel this ger. So again, with the theme of Shammai being uh, a kapid, being very strict. Din and Hillel being the Rachamim, Rachamon, and Hillel being the patient one. We have another story. He's walking behind the shul and he hears the Melamed, the teacher, is saying, He's reading the Psukim. And the So he says, said, who gets these clothing? So the, the non-Jew is hearing Shir, or he hears the class going on in the, in the school, in the yeshiva, who is listening to a podcast online, and he says, wow, these are great uh, clothing, fancy clothing with diamonds and gold. I want them. So he asks the, the boys, what, who, who gets to wear this? So they tell him the Klein Gado. So Amar Oisenachi Ba'atzmai, Eilech Ve'ezgayer, I'll go. I'll become a Ger. Bishvil Simuni Klein Gado. I'll go be Megayer, and they'll make me into a Kohen Gadol. So Balafne Shammai, Amrle comes to Shammai, and he tells him, Gaireni Amanas, Shetisimeni Kohen Gadol. You should be me on condition that I become a Kohen Gadol. To Chafay Ba'amas Abinin. So he's still holding the stick. Shammai kicks him out. Get out of here. Ba'amas Abinin, Shabiyodeh, they threw him out with the measuring stick. Uh, how could he, Chutzpah, a ger can be a kohen gadol. What are you bothering us? Balafne Hillel. So the same nachri. He decided, okay, I'll, I'll go to Hillel. Gairei. So Hillel was megayer him. So Amarle kluma midin melech. So he tells the ger because the ger said, I only become Jew a Jew if you make me into a kohen gadol. So Hillel said, no problem. So then, 
how is he going to deal with this? He can't be a kohen gadol. So Amar Leis he tells the Gar Klum Amidin Melech Elami Sheyadea Tachsise Malchus. Who who could they appoint as a king? Only someone who knows the Hanhaga is someone who knows the activity of of a king. So go learn all the halachas of royalty of of uh, Kohuna. So leich lemoy tachsise malchus. Go look up in the Torah when it discuss, when it discusses. All about a kain gadol. Prepare yourself. You want to be a kain gadol? You got You got to be prepared. So he goes halach. He goes v'kari. He learns in chumash, and it says kevin shegia. Once he learns in the uh, in bamidbar, it says v'hazara kari v'yumas that a czar cannot go into the base of mikdash. So amarle mikra zal minemar. So he asks Hillel, who's this pastor talking about? Who's the czar? So amarle he said afilu adavin melech yisrael. Even on david melech yisrael, who's the 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 most powerful Jew, is Davin Amalach, the king of of Klai Yisrael, still Hazara Karav Yumas, he can't go into certain parts of the base of Mikdash, so because he's not why? Because he's not a coin. He if he's not a coin, he can't go in. That's called a czar. So now the Ger chapt. He said Nasa Oisa Ger Kavachomer Ba'atzmai. The Ger made a Kavachomer with himself. Uma Yisrael Klai Yisrael proper, not Gerim. Shenikru Banim Lamakoim, which is not true by the way. Even a, a Ger is called Banim Lamakoim. But this is what he thought. He felt that only Klai Yisrael that were uh, you know were born to Jewish mothers are nikrubban on the makayim umitoich I have a shahavim karlehem bni b'chari yisrael and a kolish brach calls them bni b'chari yisrael still it says ksevaleim hazara karav yumas so ger hakal shababa makloy over tarmiloy he came with a stick and his tarmiloy meaning he doesn't have schus avos it's all dependent on himself alachas kama v'kaman I just want to point out it's not true bni b'chari yisrael also includes uh, goyim the the maral marsha talk about this how. A ger has a neshama, perhaps of of a yid, but either way, this is what the ger himself thought, and he said, if if a if a, if a, a regular yid, a, a, a yid who is a uh, lineage was was Jewish, cannot go into the base of Middash, So for sure, lachas kama I can't go. So klum roya nilias How could I be kaingado? It says in the Torah that Hazara uh, Karavumas, meaning you shouldn't have shown me the Pasuk. Why did you have to push me away? Now that I know, so I understand. I'm not upset at you, but why, Shammai, did you throw me out of here? Fine, that, he went back to Shammai to comment. Now, Balaf Nehillel, he comes back to Hillel. I'm the son Hillel, that your Anivas. Your humility, your patience, you gave me time. should be put on your head. Now you gave me a life of meaning. I, I joined Yisrael uh, because you were patient with me. If you would have thrown me out, I wouldn't have never. I wouldn't have understood. But now that you gave me the time, you were megayim me. You showed me why You must, and I understood that even David couldn't come. So it was your schos that I became part of the tribe. Next, liyamim. Days later in his Davgushlashtan, these three Gerim, so all three stories, the one who said uh, there's no such thing as Tara Shabbat, the one who said teach me Tara on Regal Achas, and the third one who wanted to become a Kayin Gadol, so they all ended up Lamaka Mecha. They're all in one place, they're sitting at the mikvah. So Amru, they said, told each other, Kaptenusta Shashamai, Biksha Litardeni Min Ha'olam. The, the um, strictness, the, the Kaptonus of Shamai would have thrown us out of this world, would have, would have uh, given us 
meaning the inability to have nitzchias, we would have been limited. However, on the sanusai shahul, the patience, the anivas of hilal, kervanu tachas kanfishner, and they all said the same thing. Next, amareish lakish ma'idach. So the pasuk says v'hoye munasi techa choisin yeshuis chachmas v'das, and the end of the pasuk says yiras hashem yitzarei. So originally, Reish Lakish says like this: Emunas zeseidazram. The seder of Zram, the Mishnayis in Zraim, talk about farmers. The emuna that a farmer must have is the emuna that when we give our gifts, our trumas and maestros to the kain, to the levi, the bikurim, seventh year of shemitah, yoivel, kalayim, all the halachas that get involved of a person's livelihood. That is defined by emuna. So v'hoya emuna is talking about Zraim. Itecha. The halachas of time, time-bound mitzvahs, zeh seder ma'id, which we're up to now, Shabbos and Pesachim, Yuma, that's the mayadim seder ma'id. Choysen, we're just talking about a Yerusha, zeh seder nashim, that's nashim, marriages, Yerusha, Yeshuas, zeh seder nezikin, that's uh, saving oneself, that's seder nezikin, trying to avoid, you know, getting harmed or harming other people, so that's Yeshua's Chachmas, the wisdom of a Torah, that's Seder Kachim that is Seder Kachim that's the, that's the true Chachma the Chachmas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Das and Das is Zeh Seder Taharis that is the Seder Taharis okay, now Vafilu Hachi, now even if a person learns all Shisha Sidre Mishnah, what does the Pasuk end off, the Pasuk ends off of Yeres Hashem Ihi right? that Yeres Hashem is the treasure, that that's, that's what's going to keep a person going. It's the Yeres Shemayim that a person has, meaning a person can be a Tamachacham. He can know Kol Tarakula. If there's no Yeres Shemayim, it, it doesn't really mean, mean too much. Okay, and we have a similar Gemara, another famous Gemara. When they bring a person into the Bezdin Shamayla, they tell him or they ask him, Did you do business with Amuna? Were your dealings with people with Amuna? Kavati itim Torah, did you were you kavatim Torah? Did you learn every single day? Sounds like eat him two times a day morning and night. Asakta Bapirivarivya, did you try to have children? The Masha says even if you didn't try to have children, if let's say a person was, was always single, did you try to be Mashadikh with other people? Did you work in ways to keep the world going? Tsipisali Yeshua, did you hope for for Yeshua? For a Mashiach, Tilpalta Bachachma, do you have intellectual discussions of Chachma Satira? Was that something that you discussed or Torah was just uh, you know just part of life, but it wasn't Tilpalta, you didn't get into it, analyzing it. Tilpalta Bachachma, Hevanta Davmi did you have Das? Did you try to figure out one thing from another? Now that's the questions they're going to ask a person when he gets when he gets to Shemayim. Hachi. And even if you know you checked off each one of these questions. Yiras Hashem in if Yiras Hashem was his Aitzarai, if that was his Aitzer, his treasure in, then I'll have a kiyum. Then I'll pass the test. However, Eli, if not, a person could be Nasatav Nasatav Muna, honest guy. He had children. Papata Bachachma. He learned every day. But if he didn't have real Yiras Shemayim. It's worthless. It's a mashallah that a person tells a shliach, go bring me a, or, or raise up a car of chitin, of wheat, to the second floor. We'll guard it there. We'll, uh, we'll store it there. Bring it to the warehouse. He goes and he stores it away. So he, uh, so the owner 
asks him, Did you put in the preservative, this, uh, some type of dirt they used to use as a preservative? Did you put it there? Did you add it to the, to the flour? Amarloi told him, No, you didn't tell me. I just, I just put wheat there. Amarloi, Well, now you schlepped it up there. It's going to spoil in two days. Worthless. What are you doing? So that's a mashal that a person who has Torah and mitzvahs without Yerushimayim, it doesn't last, it doesn't mean anything. A person can learn, you know, one morning, and that afternoon, if it doesn't have Yerushimayim, it's all out the window. Now, once we mentioned this preservative, we get into a Chosha Mishpadin, a din of of uh, You're allowed to add a kav of chaimtoin of this preservative, this some type of dirt in a kar in your grain uh, silos in your in the, in the bag of grain. It's not a problem of overcharging. Why? Because it's a necessary preservative. It seems like if it wouldn't be a necessary preservative, if you add too much uh, you know starch into your product, if that's not what people are assuming they're buying, it would be a mekachtois. But as long as it's a normal preservative, so once we mention it. It's necessary, so halacha is, there's no problem. That is the what the market typically understands. Okay, I'm a rabbi Rafuna. Call other mishish by Torah. A similar way, any person has Torah, the ain boy, Yerush Shemaim, Laman Allah from a base, it doesn't have Yerush Shemaim. Doime, he's similar to a Gizbar Shemasruloi, Maftachois. He's like a, uh, a Gizbar treasurer. They give him the keys, Hapnimios, the inside keys. Umaftachois, Hachitsoinus, but the keys to the outside of the building, Loi Masruloi. They didn't give him the out. They gave him the keys to the inside. So if you could get into the building, you have the key to the vault. However, they didn't give him the, the key to the door to the to the uh, to the building. How is it how is it going to help him? So just because a person has Torah and mitzvahs, that's the treasure inside. But if a person does not have the Yerushalayim, he can't tap into that Torah. The all the you know the abundance of. Of of, uh, of everything good that's going to come out from learning Torah and being Mekayim mitzvahs only works if a person has Yerushimayim. Machruz Ravyanai. Ravyanai would uh, would call out Chaval Adelesli Darta. It's a Chaval on those that doesn't that doesn't have a a yard. But the Tarla Darta of it, he makes a fence for his yard, but he doesn't have an actual yard. So it's a different way of saying it. But basically, you have a you have a uh, you have someone who's building all these things. He's learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, but he's missing the Yerushalayim. It's an opposite mushal. But either way, we see that Torah without Yerushalayim is not worth too much. Only created this world in order for a person to have that a person should fear God. Okay, so we have a few more Gemaras on, on the same note on the same theme that Yerushalayim is you know is as important or more important than Tamil Taira. Rabbi Simoin of Rabbi Lazar have a Yosfi. They were sitting Khalaf Azel, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha, and Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha passed in front of them. So Amalei Chalachavri, one of one of these uh Amaram told his friend, Neku Mikame, we should stand up. Kavra Taira, we should stand up for Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha. Why? Digvar Dikil Khatanhu. He is someone who is has Yiras Khait. That he he fears sinning. Amalei Idah. The second one said to him, Of course we should stand up. But he has a different reason. Why? He is a person of Torah. He's a Tamil Chacham. So, 
I told you a greater praise that he's a Yerushimayim. That he knows a lot of uh, Torah. It's very easy to learn Torah, but to be a Yerushimayim, that's a higher level. So why are you telling me we should stand up? He's a Tamil Chacham. I told you to stand up because he has Yerushimayim. So now to Stayim, so we're trying to figure out which one of these Amiram was it Rab Simon or was it Rabbi Lazar that said this? So the Gemara says this time Rabbi Lazar who it must be that it was Rabbi Lazar the one who said the Amar Degvar Dechilchatanu that we should stand up for someone who has Yiras Hachet. Why? The Amar Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yochanan said the name Rabbi Lazar Ein Loi La Kadosh Baruch Hu Bar Lamoi El Yiras Shemayim Bavan. All Kadosh Baruch Hu has in this world, meaning the Nachas that he has in this world, what he wants. Is Yerushalayim Avad Shnemar Vaati Yisrael Ma Hashem Alekecha Shol Meimach? What does the Kaddish Baruch Hu ask, request from you? Kiim Liyira, right? There's a few other things there, but it says Kiim Liyira. Only a person should, should fear God. Uchsev, and it says Vayomer LaAdam Hein Yeras Hashem Hi Chachma. The Yeras Hashem is the Chachma. Shekem Eloshin Yevani Karen LaAchas Hein. That this is one. That achas is hain, so therefore by yermel adam hain, which is one, the only thing that we should care about is yiras Hashem. So the Gemara says testayim. So it must be that it's Rabbi Rabbi Elazar who holds that the yiras achet, the yiras shemayim, is the more significant mida than a tamachacham. It must be from the fact that he darshan this pasuk that it's all about yiras shemayim. Because if there's another Gemara, we had some brachas that uh, that. Everything is in God's God's hands, except for Yerushalayim. Our choices we make in life, the decisions we make that that are based on Yerushalayim. So that's what you know. The choices we make, that's what's in our hands. That's the bechira. The real bechira in life is the Yerushalayim. Okay, let's keep going. Darish Rav Ula. Rav Ula darish in the following. My dechsev it says Al Tirsha Harbe. You shouldn't sin a lot. Now, if you tell someone don't eat a lot, it sounds like you can eat a little bit. Don't eat a lot. So don't sin a lot. So, you could only not sin uh, many, but but a little bit. Lirsha, you couldn't? You could sin? Only a little. It's only a little Avera. What does that mean? The Apostle is telling me that. Ella, Misha Achal Shum is telling me the, the other way. Misha Achal Shum, someone who ate garlic, and his breath smells. Where well, you should eat more garlic and your breath is going to smell worse. That's not what you should do. Go get Listerine. Go get mouthwash. But don't eat more. So just because a person has sinned, he shouldn't say, oh, I, I sinned already. It's hopeless anyways. And therefore, eh, I'll keep on sinning. So the, so the Pasuk in Kohelis is telling you, I'll tear Shaharbe. Don't do more. Don't, don't just say, okay, I, once, I, once I'm already uh, a sinner, I'll keep on going. Don't do it. I'll tear Shaharbe. There's a famous story where the Vilna Gain was, uh, he, would, he would chaper someone that, that even if he was doing, he was Machal Shabbos for Fahesia, HaKadosh Baruch is going to have tainas on you that you were Mavatal Torah. Even the other sins that you say, what do you mean? Hashem's going to care that I didn't learn Torah? I'm being Machal Shabbos anyways. So the Vilna Gain, I think it's based on this concept where a person shouldn't say, eh, what am I worth anyways? I'm already sinning, so I'll sin more. Comes Kohelish, Salam Malach says, Al Tirshaharbe. Don't do don't increase it. Whatever you sin, you sin, but don't don't increase it more. Next, Darash Rava Bar Rav Ula. My when the Pasik says Kiin Kharbusis Lemoisam Ubare Oilam Amar Kalish Bokhu Loy Dain Lerisham. It's not enough for the Risham Sha'in and Kharidin Bat Sevim. Miyama Mesa. Not only are they not fearful and depressed, Miyam Hamisa, when they think about death. Ella Shalibam Bari Lahen Ka'ulam. Their hearts are healthy, they're happy. 
when they think about death, still they're rejoicing as if they're at a wedding, a keulam, like a hall. They're very happy with their deeds, and there's no call to tshuva, to thinking about life. They don't care. So that's Vahainu da Amarabah, Maidr Siv Zedakam Kesel Lamai. It says before Kirbam Batema Lailam, talking about Kvura, and it still says Zedakam Kesel Lamai. So Yoidim Risham, Shedakam Lamisa. The Risham know. Intellectually, if you would ask them, they know that the box is going to come at some point. At some point, the person is going to die. Shedakam Lamisa. That's what's happening to everyone else. Viyesh Lahem Chelevah Kislam. But there's Chelev, there's this fat, which is a term the Gemara uses as pleasures, pleasures of this world, al-kislam, on their, uh, on their uh, kidneys. And therefore, they're not inspired to do tshuva. They can think about, they know logically that, a, that they're going to die at some point, but eh, they won't do tshuva right away, they'll do it later, they're not nervous. Shema toimar shechahi man, maybe you're going to tell me, what do you mean they forgot? It's not because they don't really care, they just forgot about death. So tamalimar, so therefore the Pasuk Befeirish tells us, vacharem befiyam yirtusela. They know what's going to happen, and they keep talking about it. They know they're going to die, they're reading the news, death is coming, death is imminent, but at the end of the day, they're not doing anything about it. They're not, they're not being mefashvesh uh, pramaseyam, they're not changing their ways, so that's why Kaddish Baruch is upset at the Rishayim, because they, they logically know that death is imminent, it's going to happen, but they don't care, and they keep talking about it, but they're not going to change any of their mysim. Okay, so that's the end of this, uh, the Agadata portion of the, the daf, and we're going to get to a, a, a small sugya before we begin the next Mishnah. Okay, so back to our Mishnah on... Where was it? It was on the bottom of Haftas Ahmed Bey's. So if you have a Gemara, just flip back. It's just easier before we get to the next part. So the Mishnah told us we were getting into the Malacha of Kiboy, of extinguishing a candle. So the Mishnah said, If someone extinguishes a candle, he's afraid of the Persians are going to attack him for lighting a candle. They only allowed people in their temple to light candles. Or he's afraid of, of, uh, of robbers coming. One of these reasons, so we said your putter. There's no issue the rice of extinguishing it, your putter. The second case was the second uh, part of the Mishnah was Kachasal and Air. Someone's try, trying to save his, his candles, he's trying to save his oil for next week, or, or uh, on, on the wick, he's trying to save the wick. You're chayiv. That was the Tanakhama. Rabbi Yossi said you're always putter, except if you're trying to save the wick for next week. If you're trying to save the wick for next week, that's a problem because you're making it into charcoal. Okay, so comes along our Gemara, and the Gemara wants to know, what does Rabbi Yossi hold? So this is a discussion in light of the Machlokes between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda. There's a Machlokes of Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda throughout Shabbos, throughout Shas. If a Melacha Sheinat Tzricha Lagufa is chayiv or putter. The example we gave yesterday, we'll just repeat it. Let's say a person digs a hole, but they do not need the hole. They just need extra dirt. I don't know, for whatever purpose they're using it for. So according to Rab Shimon, your putter, it's an Isidur Rabbanan, but there's no Isidur Rais there because it's called the Melacha Sheinat Tzricha Lagufa. That's not... But the, the purpose of the malacha is to create a hole. I didn't want to create a hole. And therefore, malachas machshavah is also a person that is potter. Rabbi Yehud, the hell no. Even if that purpose wasn't fulfilled, at the end of the day, you, you dug a hole, you dig a hole, you're chayiv for digging a hole on Shabbos. Okay. So the Gemara asks Rabbi Yaisi, who holds, that the only time you're chayiv is when you make a, uh, a pecham, when you take your wick and you make it into a charcoal, keman sirile. 
Who does he hold like? Ikra, so meaning who in the Machlekes, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, does Rabbi Yossi side with? Ikra, Rabbi Yehuda, Sir Levi holds like Rabbi Yehuda that a Malach Hashin and Lagufa is Chayiv. So Afilu Bahanach, Nami Lechayiv. So even by the other cases where a person is trying to save the oil for next week, he's trying to save the candle for next week. So there is some Tayalus to it. You're doing something productive. So we should be chayev according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda holds, even though it's a malach hashen lagufa, I didn't need to extinguish the candle for any specific purpose. I happen to need oil for next week. Rabbi Yehuda holds your chayev malach hashen lagufa is chayev. So if, so if Rabbi Yosi holds Rabbi Yehuda afila bahanach, even by someone who's nervous about the candle, he needs the oil for next week. Nami lechayev, you should be chayev. You should be chayev. Vikrab Shimon Svile. If he holds a grab Shimon, that. The only time you're chayiv is if you needed to extinguish it for a purpose of extinguishing. We'll have to see what that means in this Tanakama. Very hard to know which purpose, what purpose is there to extinguish a candle. But if you hold a grab shimon, So just because you want this wick for next week, you'd rather the candle not have been lit, and you could have the wick next week. So why should you be chayiv according to Shimon? Vikrab shimon psilonami lifter. Yeah, what? That's not so according to Rashi, Malacha She'enet Tzrich Lagufa means that I, I, that I didn't need this in the first place, right? Let's say I need dirt to put in my, I bought a basketball hoop, and I need dirt to hold it down, okay, to weigh it down. Do I need a hole? No, I don't need a hole. Would I be happy if there was dirt delivered to me from Home Depot? Yes. So by digging a hole, I didn't need this Malacha. It's a Malacha She'enet Tzrich Lagufa. I didn't need this Malacha. I only did it because some type of some type of result was necessary, but I didn't care. I don't care if I dig the hole or someone delivers dirt to me. I need dirt for my basketball hoop. Okay, so that's called a malacha shein lagufa. So typically, when you have a light on, right? I don't need the light to be. I don't need to turn off the light. I would. Just, I'd be happy if the light wasn't on. So when I turn off a light on Shabbos, this is how halacha lemaisa. I turn off a light on Shabbos according to Rab Shimon. This is how we paskin. It's only an issa drabanan nafkamina. Whatever. It's only in this to turn off a light because I'd be happy if the light wasn't on in the first place. I don't need to turn off the light. I just need the light off, right? So that's not, it's not a malacha shetzricha lagufa. They didn't need the actual action, right? I didn't need the action. I need the result, but I don't need the action of, tur- of turning off. Now we have to figure out, we'll see at the end of the Gemara. Uh, where of Shimon will hold as an Isra of extinguishing a fire. But, no, the Tanakhama Hela Grab Yehuda, that any any purpose, as long as you did it for some reason, uh, you're Chayev, right? Uh. We're going to see. Maybe you're, you're, if you're working backwards, if you know the Halacha, we know that Rabbi Yossi actually holds a Grab Shimon. So if you're working backwards, you're going you're gonna to know the answer. But let, we have to like forget what we know, Halacha Lemaisa, and we have a question. According to Rabbi Yossi, according to Rabbi Shimon, if Rabbi Yossi holds a Grab Shimon, how exactly are you going to have a Malacha Shetzrich Lagufa when it comes to extinguishing? The case of making a char- of making a pecham, making a charcoal out of your candle? I don't need that. Also, Psilonamili Pater, you should also be Pater. So who does Rabbi Yossi hold like? So Ula, this is again, this this piece is a Chiddush, we'll see. La'olam Rabbi Yehuda Really, Rabbi Yossi holds a Rabbi Yehuda. That Malacha Shetzrich Lagufa is chayev, and therefore you should have been chayev even when you were just saving oil or saving the candlestick for next week. However, Rabbi Yossi argues on one detail. 
Because of Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yosi holds that soiser amenas livnois bimkoimoi have soiser. When a person knocks down a wall, we say when you knock down a wall, that's called soiser. Only if it's amenas livnois. Only if you were knocked down the wall on condition to build. So comes Rabbi Yosi and he says that's only when you had in mind to build it bimkoimoi in the same exact place. But let's say you destroyed Amenas Livnois, Shalaibim Kaimai, you were going to build with these stones in a different place, Loi Havi That's not the Isodaraisa of Soiser. That's not what Stira is. When do we say demolition is an Isodaraisa of Stira? When you're knocking down a house and you're putting up a new house in that place. But let's say you're knocking down a house and you're going to take the wood and the beams and the sheetrock and you're going to bring it across town to build something else. That's not called the Molocha Deraisa of Soiser Amanas Livnais. So I will lay Rabba. Rabba asked the awesome, awesome Kasha. Mirti, call Molochais, all the Molochais, the Lamatas Molochais, Yafinuluhumi Mishkan. We learn from the from the Mishkan. Vahasam in the Mishkan, look at the you know, look at the Pashias from you know what's going on now. Vayikra, look look before the end of Shemais. Mirti, call Molochais Yafinuluhumi Mishkan. Vahasam, Soiser Amanas Livnais, Shlevim Kamehu. What do they do? They travel. There's all the places, all the Elamase Bene Israel. Kliasol were constantly traveling. So when they took apart the Mishkan, that's called Stira. When were they building it? Whenever Hashem told them, next location. So isn't that an example of Stira, Almanas, Livnois, in order to build Shaloi Bim Karimai? You're not going to build it in the same place. Vahasam, Soyosu Almanas, Livnois, Shaloi Bim Karimai. So how could Rabbi Yossi have this opinion that Stira is only Chayiv when you're going to rebuild it in that place? But if you transport it across town, you're Pater. What do you mean? The Mishkan itself, they would take it down in point A, then they would travel and put it up in point B. Isn't that the malacha of Stira? So Amalei Seula responds, Shani Hasam, it's different. Moreover, this is a lesson for life. Through the word of Hashem, they would camp. It's as if I'm putting it back in the same place. Why? There's one location. The location is whatever God wants. So that is the same location. What changed? What changed was in one place God said point A, other place said point B. But clape my my action. My action doesn't make a difference. I'm doing what Hashem told me to do. I'm taking it down. I'm going to put it back wherever He tells me. So that's considered makayim. And that's considered bim kaimai. And it's fascinating if you think apimach shava, what this means is a person who allows his life to, to be run by a Kaddish Baruch Hu and takes himself out of the picture, it's called bim kaimai. You're, you're constantly in the same place your entire life. There's new sets of challenges, new locations, but at the end of the day, you're, you're bim kaimai. A person's Ever Hashem. Whatever life throws at you, you do your best. Ever Hashem. So it's api Hashem yachem. A person lives that life that... Wherever Hashem takes me, whether it's poverty, whether it's wealth, whether it's in this location, that location, sickness, challenges, it's api Hashem yachanu, so it's always considered bimkani, you're in the same place. It's the same tafkin in life of choosing the best, of being, being an Eved Hashem. But either way, that's the verse. Yeah, exactly. That, that's Very good. I agree. Okay, so comes along the Gemara of Rabbi Yechonon. This is how we understand it. This is how we pass, and this is how we understand the concept of... of uh, for, for the most part, you have to look how it's complicated, but for the most part, if you know the, if you work backwards, this is how we understand Reb Shimon. Really, Rabbi Yossi held like Reb Shimon, okay? 
So why is a psila different? If you hold like Rab Shimon, this is how we paskin, not like the Rambam. The Rambam holds like Rabbi Yehuda, but all the other Rishonim paskin like Rab Shimon, and this is the source for that psak. We hold that Malacha Sheinat Lagufa is Pater. So why does Rabbi Yossi say that when you're extinguishing a fire, in order to make a wick, in order to uh, save the wick for next week, that's when you're chayev. What do you mean? I, if I need the wick for next week, I couldn't care less if there was a fire, if there wasn't a fire. I just need a candle for next week. So why is that called the malacha she, Why is that called the malacha shetzrich legufa? Why do I care about this activity of extinguishing? So the Gemara says this. Why is a wick different? That Rabbi Yossi is saying you're chayiv, so Gemara says, We're talking about a brand new wick, and we mentioned this in the previous dafim. This is in Bamem Adlikin, that a new wick, especially in those days, it wouldn't light well. You'd have to char it initially. You have to light it first. That's the minog the Mishabur brings down for a man to light the Shabbos candles before his wife lights it. Based on this Gemara, based on the other Gemaras we had, to light it first, so the second time it's being lit, it will light well. So therefore, you want to do the activity of extinguishing. It's not enough that I have another candle for next week. I specifically want it to be lit and to extinguish it. So the malacha is shetzrich legufa. I want to extinguish it. Otherwise, I'm not going to have a good wick for next week. So by this case, even Rabbi Shimon agrees that over here, that's being Masak and Mana. You're fixing something. You needed this activity. That's called the Malacha Shetzrich Lagufa. And Rabbi Yossi also Rabbi Shimon. In this case, is the only case you're Chayev for extinguishing on Shabbos. Amarava Dekanami. There's another proof that Katani we learned in, uh, in the Brisa. It says, Shehu Oisa Pecham. Because you are making charcoal. It's not because it became charcoal. I want the activity. I want to make charcoal. I want to do it. Why? Because I want to have a good wick. That's the way to do it on Shabbos. That's the way to do it. So that's called the Malacha Shetzrich Lagufa. So the Gemara says, Shema Mina, it's a riot from here. That, uh, that Rabbi Yossi, Helech, Rabbi Shimon, and the time where a person is chayev is when you want to make the charcoal. So that's the end of this Gemara. Just a ha'ara. Uh, very, good, quite, very interesting question. So we paskin, again, this is Shitas, uh, the Ramah, Many, many, many prove that the Shochanar holds like this that a malachash in a tzrich lagufa we pass in like Rav Shimon that a person is pater. It's an isur de Rabbanon, but you're pater. So the following Shiloh was asked, I think to Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky or or Rav Palm. I am not, I don't, I don't recall exactly. There was a boy in Camp Arshraga that, that gets a phone call Friday afternoon. Again, all, all calls like as Hillel was telling us Friday afternoon. That's the time to to get these Shilohs. So he gets a phone call from his parent. They were schmoozing with him and they told him they disclosed that he was adopted, and there was a Shiloh if he was actually Jewish. Suffolk, if he's a, if he's a gar or not. Or maybe, uh, I'm sorry, the case was he was for sure not. He was for sure not uh, a Jew, and he would have to figure out, does he want to join, become a gar? That was the story. So, the, so he went to Rabbi Kamenetsky, and he asked him, what should I do? He knew, he knew enough that a Nachri Shabbos is Chayim Misa, that a non-Jew that keeps Shabbos, that keeps... That, that keeps Shabbos as if he's Olamatas uh, Malachas, is Chayev Misa. So, what should he do? So, he said, light a match. Friday night, after, you know, after the camp davening, light a match to show that you're not keeping Shabbos. And after Shabbos, we'll discuss maybe you, you want to explore Judaism, maybe not. And you knew a lot already. Do you want to hand in your tefillin or do you want to join? You make a decision after Shabbos. So, someone had a ha'ara, he asked the following question. When he lights the match, right? 
is that called the malacha shetzricha lagufa or malacha sheinet zricha lagufa? When a person typically lights a match, so he needs the fire. Okay, he needs to light a cigarette. He needs to light candles. He needs to light his his gas for for, uh, for his oven. So you need the fire for the specific purpose. Over here, the actual purpose he doesn't care about lighting the fire. He just doesn't want to be over a nachrisha shabbos. So is that called a malacha shetzricha lagufa or malacha sheinet zricha lagufa? Perhaps he wasn't mechal shabbos according to all the paiskim. So. The story goes that they told this to Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky. So he said, no, no problem. So he could rely on the Rambam. The Rambam holds like a Yehuda. Malacha shina tzricha legufa is chayiv. So he could, he could rely on the Rambam that he was mechal Shabbos by lighting a match in order to not keep Shabbos. Okay, so Mertesham will continue.